Community Matters, WBCK, Saturdays after the 8 o'clock news, anytime, battlecreekpodcast.com. Brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. Richard Pyatt here with a semi-monthly visit with the Humane Society of South Central Michigan. Today, we're live on tape from the cat room. Jessica Gilbert, this is kind of cool. Yes, absolutely. We are surrounded by about 30 cats, and uh, we've got six kittens in the other room, and they are all kind of looking for attention. We've got some drinking at the sink right now, uh, and our friend, I know, (laughs) sometimes we turn it on. They really like that fresh water. Uh, But yeah, they're all having a good time, and it's nice to spend a little bit of time by the cats for the holidays. Yeah, and speaking of which, you have done a magnificent job with Momo, the cat, who has quite the following on social media, and at this time of the year, something special happens. Yes. So Momo has over 2000 followers on the old Twitter, which is now X. And she actually receives Christmas cards from all over the country. And I understand we've got a couple coming in from England yet. So she also sends Christmas cards. Uh, She's sending out about 20 this year. So um, yeah, she's very popular and she loves to get cards. And you can see pictures of her with her cards on our Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. All right, and we will load those links in the show notes for this episode at BattleCreekPodcast.com so you can see that. To look at her right now, you wouldn't know that she has a Christmas card list she's trying to get done. She's resting comfortably. She is. uh, (laughs) She relies on staff help to send out her Christmas cards. Her assistant. (laughs) Yes, so um, her assistant has been a little bit slow this year in getting them out. Hopefully all of them will make it by the holiday. But uh, yes, I fully expect to find a hairball in my shoe as uh, my Christmas gift for not doing my job here. You speak as though you know the assistant quite well. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So uh, Momo's been here a while, right? She has. I think that she's been here, my goodness, probably five or six years now. She's an older cat. Um, She was fully normal size when she came in, but she's kind of grown in size. She is more shaped like the um, the Goodyear blimp, um, but she could definitely use some more exercise and she would be able to exercise more in a home where there's not a 24-hour buffet. <laughs> Um, but she, so would I. <laughs> she's just a really fun cat. You'll notice that she's the only one wearing a collar in our cat room, and she really loves collars. So she has a whole collection of themed collars. Right now she's got her Christmas collar on that's got yes. jingle bells, but she also has some with flowers and some with gemstones. So she's kind of a pretty girl and likes to dress herself up for the season. Well, I noticed that she did have a Christmas collar on. We'll get a picture of that so you can see that at BattleCreekPodcast.com. So, yeah, that's interesting. It really is testimony to how some cats will eat and eat and eat whatever's in front of them and others don't. So my late cat was not one of those. No matter how much I put in front of her, she was still a skinny little thing and would only eat as much as she wanted and would stop. It really is kind of like humans, I guess. Um, Sometimes we want to just keep eating. Momo is one of those that is. So this is something you have to keep an eye on, I suppose. 
Absolutely. So Momo would do better in a home where she would have structured feeding, um, where you would follow what the veterinary recommendations are for her weight and help her lose a little bit of weight. Um, So she definitely should not have exposure to free feeding. And, you know, if you had a dog or another cat around, I'm thinking she'd take their food, too. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it would be like a variety, just like the smorgasbord. Yeah, she would want to try it all. So this is somewhat unusual. Am I right? I mean, a a cat like Momo who's arrived and has stayed with you for years, that generally doesn't happen if you look at the average. Is true? That's true. Um, Some of our cats do tend to stay a little bit longer. It really depends on their personality. So one of the things that happens when they first come in the room is they're very excited to see everyone who comes in. After they've been here for a while and they realize they're not going to get that attention from everyone, they start to become a little bit more reserved. And that's always really sad for us to see a cat who's very outgoing in the beginning, but then they're used to being overlooked, so they just don't even bother to get up. And Momo's one of those cats. She is a delightful creature. She would be great sitting with you next to you on the couch. Um, She just wants to spend time with you. She likes getting her chin scritched and her ears rubbed. And she's just very sweet. She doesn't want to be picked up and carried around, but I think she'd be somebody's best friend. Well, so you describe, uh, again, we're back to the the human similarities here. Uh, Some people in a crowd tend to fade into the background and let others take the spotlight. Sounds like that's what's happened with Momo. Yes, I think she's definitely more of an introvert. So if you are an introvert and you like things like reading or watching TV, um, if you're not really into a lot of exercise, she'd probably be somebody that you could relate to. Yeah. All right. So... Four or five years, that's a significant amount of time that she's been here. But by the same token, it seems that she's adapted well. And I don't suppose we know anything about her history that might help contrast or compare. Uh, When she came in, she uh, had kittens with her, and all of her kittens were long ago adopted. Um, I believe she was found as a stray originally. Uh, But no, we really don't know why she's why she's been here for so long or where, why she came in in the first place. But she's just a really fun cat. She's yeah. going to make a great pet for someone. Um, she doesn't really like children, so probably not at home with kids. But um, single person, couple, older couple, she'd be fine with that. Well, and she's managed to adapt decently to the kittens here, the, the spry young ones that sometimes fly across the room in a shot, uh, she pays no disruption to that. She's perfectly comfortable where she is. So now you've made a social media star out of Momo. Uh, If she moves on to uh, a nice, quiet home somewhere, snuggled up next to somebody, is there another social media star waiting for the honor? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. We tend to do our oldest cat, our longest resident in the shelter. So uh, Momo is just the most recent one who's been receiving cards. But before that, uh, Jangle, who was a black cat, received Christmas cards, um, Carly and Hammy, and they all got adopted. So we're kind of hoping that maybe Momo will get a place as well. Now, that's an interesting point to talk about um, a cat that maybe is older Uh, maybe is a little more docile, that doesn't necessarily fit the description of what somebody, generally speaking, might walk in looking for. Uh, So you do what? You sort of play up to those strengths when you talk about her? How do you you try to make that connection? 
So on our application, we ask a lot of questions about what your home life is like and what you are like. Um, So you might be thinking, I want a kitten, but when we chat with you a little bit, you don't have a lot of time for a kitten, you're not around home a lot, um, or you've got a very busy, active house. So it's possible, based on what you say on your application, we're going to help you find a cat that's going to be more fitting into your life. And I think with Momo, that is the perfect situation. You know, cats can live uh, certainly up to 20 years or beyond that. So she has got a lot of life left in her. And uh, not everybody's really excited about a kitten who's going to climb the curtains or chew all the wires. Momo's not going to do that. She's pretty reserved. So she's already on her best behavior. And if you look at her, she's just absolutely adorable. So she's going to be a great fit for someone who's looking for that kind of cat. I had a cat that chewed power cords. Not fun, folks. I had to build what I called infrastructure like around my computer wires and things and TV wires to keep him out of there because they just felt really good on his gums, I guess. Yeah, I don't know why they go for that, but they sure do. Uh, We had a kitten chew through our speaker wires in our home uh, when she was a a baby. And yeah, you you really have to result to putting like um, bandage goo on it because it tastes bad, bitter apple spray, uh, hiding them because they are dedicated. If you're not looking and they want to chew on that, they're going to find it. They're going to chew on it. And certainly not all cats do that. My second cat did not do that, but uh, some of them do. Yeah, these little these little quirks of theirs. All right, so uh, here we go. Looking at the new year already and uh, 2024, as you look on at uh, the objectives that you have here at the Humane Society for 24, what comes to mind? I'm super excited about some of our education programs. We're looking to kind of change those up. It's getting harder and harder to get access to youth because they're very busy. Mm. So some of our traditional programs where we either go into the school or we go uh, to visit Girl Scout troops, uh, that doesn't work necessarily for everybody's schedule. So over the next year, I think you'll be able to take a look at some videos that we've put together and um, perhaps some project kits that you can pick up for your kids and take home and do when it works for your schedule and their schedule. So I'm super excited about those education programs. We've also got some great events coming this summer. So it's going to be a really fun year. How can folks help? Uh, We are always looking for people uh, to spread the word about what we are doing. That's one of the most important things. It always saddens me after one of our events or something that we've done for people to say, oh, if I would have only known. So if you can share our statuses on social media, let other people know uh, what we're doing and attend our events and uh, share that, that makes a really big difference. And you can start with BattleCreekPodcast.com in this episode with Momo's picture and check her out and then click through, certainly, to the Humane Society of South Central Michigan and uh, think about maybe making this group part of your plans for the coming year in 2024. Even if folks aren't in a position necessarily to have a pet at home, you can have volunteers come and, and entertain them and They're more than willing, I can attest, being right here. Yes, we are currently looking for dog walkers and people to come sit in the cat room, but definitely dog walkers over the winter months. Um, So you can find our application for volunteering on our website. It's easy to fill out on your phone. Just submit that and we'll be able to get in touch with you and get you out here. All right. Wiggly Tail updates on Community Matters here on WBCK 
and at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Jessica Gilbert, Humane Society, South Central Michigan, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.